I guess I would like everybody to understand is that if you're going, okay, the madness for us is in these certain seasons, right? During the year. And that's when the madness is. But when that cools off, okay, then what happens is kind of some of the cream rises back to the top that got missed. So here's the thing, application seasons right now, booking season is a little flat right now. So if you're looking, some of the cream has settled up to the top that maybe was overlooked, good time to call us and recap would be right now, April and May are good times to call in and go, hey, what didn't get sucked up? What's available out there? If you're an opportunist type booker, um, that, that'd be good. From Montana to Mexico, Texas to Tajikistan, Alaska to Asia, Colorado to Canada, Rolling Bones Outdoors presents Hunt the World. Our team at Rolling Bones Outdoors is here to help you create memories that will last a lifetime. Are you ready? Let's hunt the world. Welcome to this week's episode of Hunt the World with Rolling Bones Outdoors. Thanks for joining us today, and we welcome you to the messy bone cave. Boy. As we have product everywhere getting ready for some of our location launches as we are opening um, five locations around the country uh, with our booking agency model. So You've taken up all my studio space. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's coming up, but you're getting stuck back here because your office is getting uh, <laughs> pulled out. So you got the new office yeah. format today yes. and uh, um, and along with everybody else. I get my green screen back. <laughs> it was a it was a big day in the office. Um, it was a big day in the office today. So anyway, welcome out. We're glad to have you. Thanks for joining us. I have the one and only hashtag 393. Pass them in the morning, shoot them in the afternoon, Brad Dana. You have to make it fun somehow. I don't have to make the podcasts are usually pretty fun for me without teasing you. Um, and and I don't even think that that's like joking because what part of that was not true? No, it was true. Mm. What part? Well, let me ask you this, Brad. What part of that's not on video? No, it's all true. It's okay, all true. so then how am I making fun of you? you do Other that. than you're just funny. Um, it, I would, it, it, it would be, it'd be super funny to a lot of people on this. Like, I'm sure like if I said, I'll give you a t-shirt, uh, if you, uh, email us immediately on who thinks Brad is logically lost his mind by passing a 393 inch bull in the morning and then killing it in the afternoon. I bet I would have like 3000 people go send me the t-shirt. Well, that's a t-shirt right there already. <laughs> right. I pass in the morning. I pass in the morning um, and uh, uh, shot it in the afternoon. We could do that. We should do that. We did the hash, uh, hash or I digress. Uh, we did. We should do one that says pass in the morning, shoot in the afternoon, <laughs> hashtag 393. <laughs> yeah, maybe a nice inside joke. Actually, I think we're going to get that because then people wear that and go, what does that mean? Oh, I know a guy, Dr. Brad Dana, uh, who passed in the morning and shot in the afternoon. Is that right? It was peculiar, wasn't it? <laughs> it was Hard anyway explain i think explain. everybody's having fun just hearing it one more time yeah. so and then we obviously i bleep here to my left and we are ready to roll another podcast today's podcast is brought to you by the booking department <laughs> did you what like that? that sound like sesame street or something <laughs> you, by the, the letter a <laughs> did you like that because you're like dude did we get a sponsor did brian no did brian gonna take say, money from whoa. somebody <laughs> The booking department. The booking department. No, literally, we're going to do um, our podcast today 
on the seasons inside of Rolling Bones because I think it's important for – we talked about this before we did this. There's just a lot of um, – th- we have we see seasons and trends, and uh, you're all our members, and we'd like you to know those seasons and trends because those are important. Right. And uh, um, because January's booking season, February's booking season, actually December, January, February, and March are four wild months for people booking hunts with us. And it's it's the starting of show season also. It's interesting. I was I've been going through some of this stuff, and an example: Shay, our our buddy Shay, he had so many hunts booked up. He just called me last night. He's got one hunt for next year. And well, uh, that sounds like a problem, Shay. It is a problem, right? It's an erectifiable, not. What? <laughs> okay. Um, it's, it's rectifiable. It's rectifiable. It's an erect. Uh, that's anyway, close. that's a super, yeah, it, that's a super Bushism. You built that um, way. uh, but that can be rectified, Jay. Oh, yes. So, but yeah, if you, you and, and I, so I have a couple guys who are looking for a cow elk hunt. Well, a lot of these 23 elk hunts, they're already booked. Well, that, that's no. the, that's the so thing. You, you almost nowadays you kind of have to start planning two, three years in advance. Well, here's the reality. Okay, so I was looking at inventory yesterday. Okay, um, and yesterday afternoon I had a conversation with Eric because we had some things to go through. And 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 the other thing for everybody to know, if you're get, if you're talking if you're calling in six zero five six four four eight thousand six zero five six four four eight thousand, in case you didn't know, that's our office number, and you can talk to somebody. And there's human beings. We have a directory. Push a button. Somebody will pick up and we'll talk to you. But we have a lot of new people. We we uh, we interviewed twenty three people in <laughs> four days, and we hired um, eight of them. <laughs> so we literally have brought in a lot of new people, and we're having conversations. Yeah, I and, came in and said I want name on you guys <laughs> and 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 uh, yeah, right no kidding and, uh, and anyway in the light of that i'm having more and more meetings making sure that w- our training is adequate like you were a part of bleep we had a great training today two hours what'd you think of that that was awesome so so and we're we're cultivating that culture making sure service access value and education is at an all-time high but my point to this is that it's it's taking a little bit more awareness from my perspective of where all of our inventory is at and so right. yesterday we had a conversation with eric about inventory and elk and mule deer obviously are are big items elk mule deer and antelope okay i would call those the western big three and uh no. um i was looking at i said pull me a report what's booked from december to march for this year how many how many did we book that we had openings for and then what do we have openings for next year with those same set outfitters mm-hmm. and it was crazy um, it was, it was crazy that um, to see to speak to what you're saying that those hunts were all booked up. I mean, we have some inventory left. If you're still looking for mule deer, elk, and antelope, I'm not saying we're right. sold out for this year. Right. But the prime spots, opening dates, rut, screaming bulls, um, mind crazy mule deer, those dates we're gone by February 15th basically. Right. You just you have to be more strategic and be organized and plan. And now because of the momentum and where we're at cuz we'll do applications for almost 12,000 applicants this year. 
It's a lot of applications. That's a lot of applications. And we love it, by the way. Right. It's, it's, it's awesome. But what's happening is um, our inventory gets absorbed because right. they know, uh, oh, well, now I need three points. I need four points. And we're always forever vetting new outfitters. But there's only so many of these these really good, um, you know, I don't want to call them low price because nothing's low price in this market, but moderately priced hunts. Right. And so December, January, and February are the time to get in on that. Well, we... I, a couple podcasts ago, we were talking about the difference of maybe booking an Ibex hunt for a, a moderately priced elk hunt. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, it's crazy how the inflation has hit the Americas. You know? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> or a red stag in Argentina for the price of a, yeah. you know, a trophy elk in the oh, States. Less money than trophy elk to speak Sign- to what yeah. you're Sign- saying, right? Significantly yeah. less. Now, uh, right now, those haven't taken off quite like your elk, your mule which I get. But it, it's something that it's probably not a bad idea to trickle some of those thoughts in on, hey, maybe I ought to augment my hunt plan with something like this. Argentina, it's, what's a, it, it's not hard to get down there from America. It's easy, e- easy travel. Kyrgyzstan. I just talked to our Kyrgyzstan partner last night, and we were talking about um, travel logistics because I'm flying over there in mm-hmm. a few weeks. And um, he needs my passport because one of the areas that has the best Ibex is super close to the Chinese border. And to go into this reserve and preserve, they have to have a little bit of a runway because they got to get your passport, a copy of your passport to let them know you're coming into the park. Is that, or, or I don't know if it's a park. I, right. I don't want to speak out of turn. Or whatever region they're yeah. talking about. Mm-hmm. So we were talking about this last night. Lindley was laughing because he was on speakerphone. And we literally, because Kyrgyzstan and our time are two different things. And we're about ready to fall asleep, laying in bed, and he calls. And I'm like, oh, dude, Lindley. And she's like, take it. And I'm like, what? And she's like, oh, we, he, he, it's the middle of his day or whatever. Let's, let's have the conversation. So anyway, but to speak to what you're saying, and Ibex – I got the price on these Ibex, and these are trophy, trophy Ibex in this area. Tip to tail, English-speaking concierge service, food, meals, lodging, everything. Literally the price of an inexpensive meal deer hunt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just. It's a five-day horseback, spike camp, giant Ibex yeah. hunt. For the price of a meal deer hunt. Right. Yeah. Well, you can find that in Spain probably too. Yeah, 100%. And, and, and Spain's now, just not as, as now, it's not as a wilderness. Uh, no, no, you know, it's you a know, different kind you of You got to back that up because Bishkek's what, 12 hours? 12 hours different. So you, you do go to bed a little earlier than some people. <laughs> I also, I also, I also Got wake up a one. little early. You know what? Some, you know what? Actually, tomorrow morning when I wake up, I'm calling you five times in a row. <laughs> Thank you. Nice. I anxiously await because I have a I have a absolutely I have a six o'clock departure. F- loads at five forty tomorrow morning, so I'll be leaving roughly around three fifty. Spearfish. So I'll call you at three o five when I get up tomorrow <laughs> tomorrow morning. You asked Perfect. for it. You got it, brother. Thank you. Because I go to bed so early. You won't um, be asleep yet. <laughs> we here's the problem for you tomorrow. Tomorrow tonight you won't you won't be able to go to sleep as easily. 
What? Because you well, is that not how it happens? No, I'll. You, you, know me. you just, do. I just, you just go out, brother. I pass out. Yeah. Now here's the problem. I'll pass out for three and a half, four hours, but then I'll wake up going, "Am I late?" Right. Um, so yeah. I'll probably wake up at two thirty and not be able to get back to bed. And then my problem would be if I just got up and went and had coffee, Lindley would be like, <laughs> "No." <laughs> so anyway, um, so I guess my point is to get back to what we're talking about the seasons. I would say for you to know. Um, booking season for next for 24 and 25 through the premier spots really starts here again in about eight weeks because right now is draw season because we had some exciting news we're going to do a podcast with sophie on this oh yeah there was but, some screaming going on in the office today oh my gosh people were drawn everywhere the last two days montana colorado's yeah hard takes the, the, the premier hard takes yeah um, we've had a lot of people draw so really once in a lifetime tags. That's mm. that's cool. We had one of our clients that um, that uh, I don't know if he wants to be named, so I'll, I'll keep it uh, confidential. But he uh, um, he drew his big horn today, this morning. Yeah, and Colorado. So huge. we pulled it out. Everybody's jumping up and down. Yeah. We called him. <laughs> He's all excited. Holy smokes! Three hours later, <laughs> crazy. He, he but he draws his mountain goat in the same state it's crazy and he's like dude yeah it's like winning the lottery (laughs) he's so excited so anyway but right now for us our season in here and what we're seeing for our hunters as members is this is a draw season so people are kind of sitting idle we're selling some you know it's a really good time to think about Getting in on the hunt, I think because so. yes. because once once draw season's over, you you're gonna have more competition for those available. Yeah. Well, they're they're gonna go crazy yeah. again, right? Yep. Because in, am I not right? In about six weeks, then yep. this season's over. And just so everybody knows the date, it's a Tuesday fourth of uh, Tuesday four nineteen four eighteen four eighteen. It's tax day. It, it's just tax tell day. them it's tax yeah, day. It's Tuesday four eighteen twenty twenty three. When you when we are recording this, right? So at the end, so six weeks from now, everything will be drawn out, or a lot of it. Will a lot be. of it will be drawn. A out. lot of you know by June out. by June. Um, the heavy lifting is over. Yeah, so so we're at the end yeah. of uh, end of April. So first week of June, six six eight weeks from Hist- now, it's over. Historically, we've seen people, you know, okay, what? Then they start playing in the summer and do this, and then they start thinking, holy cow, hunting season's almost here. I, I need some hunts. Well, in twenty twenty three, that's getting harder and harder to do because if you wait that long, a lot of your inventory is gone right so then july august and september are other big hunts for us or other big booking season for us and then it takes it it never stops anymore but october and november i don't understand why uh we don't book a lot of hunts and i'm thinking maybe people are out hunting yes Um. i would think so (laughs) yep so so literally literally october and november we book hunts and we have we have an incredible month in those months but they're nothing like the other ones so the busy time for us in my opinion the time to really call because things really have a spotlight on them is september and october okay november um starts picking up for us again a lot of bookings gets that busy by december it's full throttle and then January, February, March, it's full throttle. And then I would say April, May, and the tip of June are other times 
where there's a spotlight on good quality hunts that maybe got overlooked or there's a one left here or two left here with some of these premier, premier locations. Right. Now, now, if you're looking for something that takes 25 years to draw, those are usually more – I mean, those are, those are going to be <laughs> those are bookable. Yeah. Those are available. Yeah. So it's the stuff that you don't have – you haven't put a couple decades into applying for – that's what you got to be more cognizant to and and be you know be thinking about what i think for us we should extend our hunt plans maybe two more years in advance even brian and 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 have a little more strategy because it's you it's just getting harder so yeah and and i guess i guess it is getting harder but my point is in in what i i guess i would like everybody to understand is that if you're going okay the madness for us is in these certain seasons, right, during the year. And that's when the madness is. But when that cools off, okay, then what happens is kind of some of the cream rises back to the top that got missed. Right. And so if you right now, <coughs> excuse me, if you're looking to book a hunt, April and May are great times to go, hey, what's available that's been missed? What didn't get hit for this uh, year? What didn't get, like I'll give you an example. Right now, sheep are on fire. Right. Fire. Okay. You can't, you can't set a high enough price tag because when you think you did, um, you could have got more. We, right now, it's, it's April, right? Got a phone call. Client goes, I have one animal left on my 29. Okay. <laughs> and it happens to be the bighorn. <clears throat> well, I'm like, oh, dude, when do you want to go? He goes, um, next year. And he goes, and I want the best dates available. And I'm like, mm, no. He needed to call me sooner. <laughs> yeah. That's exactly what I was thinking, Brad. I'm like, no way. And so I'm like, okay, let me check. So I say, Eric, hey, let's take put our feelers out. And then I yeah, called. Yeah, I, I heard you on the phone. Right. So today. I called I, like, I called one of our best outfitters. Our clients have killed a lot of uh, bighorns with him. Actually, we're 100% with him. And I said, hey, what about next year, opening weekend? And I thought he was going to just laugh me. He goes, I got it open. I go, what? He goes, wide open. He goes, nobody booked it. And I'm like, we booked a bunch. He goes, wow. He goes, nobody booked it. The, the guy that booked next year wants to go later because there's a better chance of bigger rams coming out and into that area. And I'm like, Perfect. He goes, my resident Rams are there every year. You know this. You've sent guys in the last three years, and they've killed all of them first day. And I'm like, yeah. Well, so why didn't we book it? He goes, you missed it. Everybody else missed it. It's wide open. So I called the guy up. I got him on a call. Boom. So, you know, I guess I'm trying to say that the cream, there's some, there, you mm. know, some stuff rises up right now. Yeah. And some availability. So this is a good time to book. And then I would say that October, um, uh, end of September, October, and November are good times to book too because we know the inventory. It's like screaming. Outfitters are going, hey, hey, I got openings. Hey, here's where I'm at. We missed a couple this coming year. I want to get them filled. June and July. Because they want to get them filled before they go into shooting schools. June and July I think would be a good time too, wouldn't it? Mm, We're pretty busy in June and July. Um, Last year our biggest month was July. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. I, I, I know what you're saying i just i i the biggest month was july yeah biggest month and and this year i don't see it stopping because we are going to be in texas and florida 
And well, we're um, expanding show season too. Yeah, one hundred percent. We're we're yeah. thanks to Adam Stillwell and Brett Miller and Dave yeah. Kelling and you know all these guys. We're we're show season all over everywhere all the time. So. Yep. Um, which is great for all of you and for all of us. Yep. So, and then the other thing is, is we do have some quality outfitters that we've uh, have called us and reached out that are going to give us some inventory and uh, um, and help us out. So that's good, right? And they're not in Wyoming, which is really good because Wyoming spends their life. I swear to Jesus, which I never use his name in vain. I'll say. God. Damn it, but I'll never say JC. Um, but I know it's you think it's hypocritical, but there's a lot of different gods. I could be talking to the god of gold, the god of this, whatever. Shut up, Brad. So I swear to gosh, though, Wyoming sits around and they think of a way to it up. Well, that now they've I, something that was out of their control. Horrible winter. Kill. I mean, antelope and deer decimated. They, 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 well, I don't know. Some people have said they they they've fared yep, fairly well. Yeah, but they've they've cut their tags. I know they've cut. They've them just all. slashed their tags. Right. Okay. So where the how are they going to fund this? Are they just going to okay? Montana Unlimited sheep tag, one hundred fifty two. I think it's like one hundred fifty two bucks for. Resident. And by the way, everybody 15. listening, I want you to know that we are all about protecting our natural resources. Yep. But it needs to be approached from a logical perspective. Go ahead. Well, okay, Montana. I like their their unlimited sheep tag. One hundred fifty bucks, one hundred fifty two bucks for a resident, fifteen hundred for a non resident. They got a plan. They got a program. It's ten times. Okay, ten times. Fair enough. Give us that. Well, Wyoming. What's they're pushing four thousand for a sheep tag and one hundred fifty bucks for a resident. I don't even know what that <laughs> multiplier is. And they keep and, and they keep and your money they, for six months and earn keep your money on for it. six months. That, and Which then is they, illegal from a bank. I don't understand how they get by it so from a credit card. I, I don't. That's a good question it. too. I mean, I just, you know, I'm saying the credit cards well, don't let anybody 100%. else do that. At some point, well, the at government some does. Point, <laughs> at some point, they're gonna. That's gonna be the straw that breaks the camel's back. They're. I mean, geez, Louise, are they gonna have anybody? Are are you going to be a young kid and start applying for Wyoming now? I don't know. My sons have a lot of points because I started them all at 13 or 14. Okay. They, but here's the problem. The, like, <laughs> Noah's got nine or ten points now at 25. Yeah. Okay, so what does he give up on that? I, I don't know. And because and now, okay, so he's 25, so he's going to have – he's going to buy – so let's say he's got nine points, 25, 10, 19 points at 35. You know what I'm saying? So um, at 45, you know – what, what, tw- what if he's 25 and has zero points? Does he start putting in now? Right. I mean, that's not. when I, I – I, I was 26. I don't know. I just got done with school, and points were seven bucks back then. Yeah, I don't know, Brad. It's such a great question. Yeah. And and so that goes back to what we're saying with this yeah. too, is because here's the seasons inside of our ecosystem this year. There's there's the booking cycles. Okay. Now you got the application cycles because people need to apply. But like a state like Wyoming, when do you start? When do you don't? When do you say? Because because right now, um, I, I I won't apply for anything. Well, I'll I'll apply for a random bighorn because I can afford to be in there and maybe I hit it. Does that make sense? In Wyoming, you don't think so? Because don't they have a random draw? Um, you wouldn't even put in. I I are they gonna? I, I don't. Are they gonna? I can't even remember. I looked at all the stats. I don't think they're gonna have a random tag or they're gonna have one. Last year they had six. You know, basically now. So if yeah. they. 
if they have one random tag, does it does it make? I don't know, Brian. Does it make sense to put me into? A I mean, because four thousand bucks, I tie up for six months to put into uh, four months to put into a thing to let them have that money and then send it back, knowing that. And then, how does that work? How do they sit on all those people's money for four or five months? Four thousand bucks on that, knowing they're only going to give one tag out. Why wouldn't you just? have a $150, $200 application, and at the end of that, and I'm, I, you know, we shouldn't talk about shitting on uh, uh, Wyoming and applying there, but it's sure perplexing. Well, but I, if I'm listening to this podcast. I don't, I don't know how they're going to, f- I mean, okay, they've they've gutted antelope and deer tags for non-residents. Non-residents provided 78% of their budget. How are they gonna? How are they gonna fund that budget now? Uh, oh yeah, the, the outfitters. The 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 well, the state obviously does not give two about money. I, I just don't get it because they're they're just jumping off the the cliff with a noose around their neck. But here's who I feel bad for: it's the outfitters. It's the outfitters. How, how do how does how does uh, Cameron? How does Jeff? How do how do all, all these those guys? All our friends over there. How do they make it when they're their revenue is getting cut, not because of anything they're doing, because of a decision that the that the state's making. Well, even our sheep the sheep outfitters, they said, "Geez, we, you know, we used to we used to be able to provide a quality hunt, bringing up. Right now, there's going to be a there's going to be so few non-residents doing it, hardly is is worth the effort. Yeah, because they're going to do one hunt. They're not going to be prepared. I'll get six guys, ten thousand a piece. I'll make sixty grand. I'll go back to back to back. It'll yep. be perfect. I'll make some money. Um, but people think, oh man, sixty thousand bucks they're going to make in six a five week season, six week season. That's an astronomical amount of money. Yeah, let's see what their fuel bill is. They got to pay for a truck. They got to have a trailer. They have to have horses. They got to have food. They're not getting rich doing this. They're making a great living. And if you have a problem making a great living, then you shouldn't be trying to make a great living doing what you're doing. Yeah. Because you might be gouging somebody on your end or somebody. Pre- could perceive that well it'll be interesting to see what happens but anyway yeah i mean i think that another case in point though what what maybe you were counting on because you you've had five points in wyoming this would be a fun antelope hunt let's go do that now five points that still might be close because there's not a lot of people putting in for that there's not a lot of people with tons more points that are going to put in for that unit but now they're only getting half those. So you are planning on going hunting there. Now it's now you got a fifty percent less chance of drawing that tag and going, and and you don't even find out. Yeah, so I don't know. Anyway, we got to get off that con, uh, that topic because no, you know what though? baffles but, me, man. But but this is all something to consider with your hunting. Now here's the other thing. Why wouldn't you start getting points in South Dakota? Why wouldn't you start getting points in, in Wyoming for maybe um, antelope or deer? Because South Dakota, they're not even going to let people apply for non-residence anymore. So don't even mention South Dakota anymore, Brian. <laughs> um, I know. I know you don't want to do that because you're here. But not, now you're being a hypocrite. No. No. Um, no, <laughs> um, no but, you uh, should. You should but, get but, some points. Okay, Kansas. You know what? Here's the other one. Okay, um, I talk about this all the time, and the the more I see this getting regulated, and the more we're doing. You know, I started putting it in again for Wisconsin and um, uh, Minnesota for bear because you know what? Okay, let's say let's say I get max points seven, eight, nine years from now. Okay, I'm 53 nine years from now. What's that going to put me at? You're going to be 62. Feels like 90. I'm going to be 62 <laughs> years old. So what if at six? Not for me. So what if at 62 I go? You know what? You know what? Let's go to northern. My, maybe right. both my boys. Let's go up there and run some bears. 
Okay, yeah. let's have a five-day excursion. Let's go. Uh, let's go run some bears in the fall of the year, and uh, let's go musky fishing, and yeah. let's stay at uh, um, you know a lodge and uh, um, hang out for four or five days. It's worthy of having points you're, and starting to build that plan everywhere. You know, you're what I'm saying? setting yourself up to at least have the opportunity. Have an opportunity, yep. and that's what a lot of us need to understand with the ebbs and flows, of the ecosystem, and here in the seasons. Your season right now, I, I challenge you to think about this. What's your season going to be in three, five, seven, and nine years? What's that season going to be in your life? You know, my kids are 25. Noah's going to be 30. I said to Noah yesterday, I said, Noah, uh, not yesterday, early last week, I said, Noah, would you be interested in hunting a doll sheep or something like that with your dad in the next two to three years? And he said, oh, my God, are you kidding me? He said, I, that'd be awesome. So right now, I have our staff using the same system. Yeah, yeah. So I got, I got so much stuff to talk about. But I said, uh, um, I said, uh, so I elicited our staff. I ran a hunt plan on my dashboard, and I said, I want to book um, two doll sheep hunts. I want to go on a father-son doll sheep hunt, and um, I want to find uh, – it's got to be – because it's going to be two of them, so budget's an issue here, okay, because I want to be conscious of it, and let, let's, let's make this happen. And I want it in my hunt plan. I'm going to put a down payment on I'm going to get booked in. I'm going to start making payments. You know what I'm saying? Well, everybody has a budget, just depending on what band you're in, right? Everybody has a financial bandwidth, if you will. And I just th I implore you listeners to know that your bandwidth is going to change, your fiscal curve is going to change. Start getting points now in some of these states. Wyoming's messed up right now. Um, stand by to stand by on Wyoming, but mule deer, elk, and antelope right now, probably worth it to get five, six points uh, racked up in your pocket. No? Do you think so? I think, I think you, you know, I'll, I'll keep buying points for elk. Um, I'll buy a few points for antelope because it's fun. I mean, antelope are underappreciated. It's easy to go over and have it's a fun hunt. It's a freaking blast. It's like it's shopping. A, yeah. It's just <laughs> go, uh, you, it's like you know shopping. What? I don't go like three that. or four guys. Go have a blast. Go have fun. It's a weekend hunt. Um, so It's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Now, you know, deer, I've got enough deer points to draw. No, I understand you do. But, but, but the guy listening. But, but if, would I start out? I don't know if I would. I, I don't know about deer. You wouldn't get three to five I, in Wyoming? I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna be on a down cycle. And maybe, yeah. Maybe you get. Maybe. But you get at your the end points. of the down cycle, five years from now, you get five, six points. Some other people decide. I just think that some of those tags and points. I'm just telling you from my perspective, and I don't have all the points you have. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not point rich. You're I, point rich. I'm point poor. I, so I, yeah. I look at it going, why wouldn't I have a few? A few is not a bad idea. That that's all I'm saying. You know. Um, we need. We're going to do a, a podcast coming up, so you get, make sure you stay you get, tuned with Sophie on um, on the application draw results, and then we're going to do one on South Dakota too, and we're going to do one on Kansas because I think Kansas um, is uh, um, sleeper. Uh, uh, yeah, it's the state we Kansas, Nebraska. I Nebraska, think Nebraska is a place where you should consider hunting yeah. a little bit more. Yeah. Um, you can get two tags in Nebraska. I mean, it's right. easy to get tags in Nebraska. So there's things like um, that, you know, that, that that call us, man. Yeah. You know, I, I would I would say take a I gotta tell you, I heard something really awesome today. I was on a call with the gentleman for his last species of his North American all of his North American species. North American twenty nine. North American twenty nine. Wow. How old was he? A thirty nine. Are you kidding me? No. Oh my gosh. And uh and 
Yeah, 39. Wow. Good for him. What's he going to do after he's done? So so i got to tell you what he said. And I've never heard it worded this way. Super articulate guy. And just very, very humble. He said, I just want to let you guys know that when I killed my first sheep, um, I, I realized how much time it took, how much commitment um, that it took from a guide's perspective to deliver that mm-hmm. to a guy like me. And he said, I um, want to let you know that even this call, you taking the time to explain all this to me, is appreciated. And he said, I want you to also know something. The first legal ram I see, I, I will shoot. I don't want to, you know, wish I, wish I would have shot it because I'm not an ego-driven person. I don't look at, uh, I'm not killing him to put him on the wall and go, I shot the biggest ram or that ram scored X. And I was like, that's interesting because, you know, I, sometimes I would keep hunting to find a bigger ram um, or a more mature ram. And, I've, and so have you. We've been known to be more picky than this gentleman. And he said, my obsession is not killing the animal. My obsession is not the size of the animal. My obsession is to harvest one of every each of the 29 that North America has to offer and get the full experience of the hunt. And at the end of the day, I would be upset with myself by not harvesting one because that is a part of the experience. But if that animal is a 150-inch or 180-inch ram, it's not going to connect any more joy to the experience I had because I'm into the harvest and I'm into the experience of every one of the 29 in North America. How cool is that? You can write a book. And I was like, dude, I actually said, dude, you need to do an article when you get it for us, um, for, our new, yep. for our newspaper. <laughs> and he's like, I would be happy to. Awesome. And Love it. I, I thought that that was really good. Well, I, it's funny because I was talking to Shay last night about his North American 29 because he's running, he's running low on what's available. And uh, he wants to book a blacktail hunt because, you know, he got his coos this year. He's getting his Sitka. He's going on a Sitka hunt in December. So now he's getting pretty tweaked out because I said, you know. If he doesn't hunt his polar bear with us, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to well, neuter him. I, I talked to him about it last night. <laughs> I, said, I said, Brian put his uh, name on the list for a polar bear. And he goes, he did? I said, yeah, where he's going I did. tomorrow. I said, so you might want. Well, it's no different than your mus- muskox hunts. It was never on my radar because I always thought. Now you know, I'm like, so excited about I the I know, muskox. and now I'm feeling really left out. I can't <laughs> believe you're going without me. Well, yeah. I'm, excuse me. Uh, <laughs> um, well, I usually bleep myself. <laughs> so, so, but, but. I, know, I'm not feeling bad I'm going without you. <laughs> so the more I've thought about a muskox, <laughs> right. the more I think about the adventure in the muskox, oh, I, about going to someplace that's going to be really unique and cool. Wild. 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 Snowmobile, uh, you know, get, get a, on a snow get a machine and pile, just go. Oh my get God. a gut pile and start to um, get three quarters of a mile to a mile and a half away and start set up your spotting scope and wait for a wolf to come in for three days when it's blowing and cold. Well, those yeah, those wolves this, are just pure white. Too. I know. How cool there's is something that? about this I'm super excited about. Did I tell you that? Well, and what if a wolverine shows but up? But see, and I get one of those? From, <laughs> my point is, is that was never on my radar. I, I thought I'd never be interested in it. Now I'm feeling really like. 
Like, I got really left out in the cold on this deal. Nobody left you out. We involved you. No, I know. You put yourself on the bench. Four years ago, brother. I didn't book this four years ago. No, but I booked mine four years ago. Oh, the, you're still living with the exhaustion and the hangover of, of COVID. COVID. Yeah. That's not my fault. That's no, your no. fault. Somebody no. did ask me today, when did you book this? Three weeks ago. The noon event. Three weeks ago. Oh, four okay. weeks ago. Yeah, see, this is this is an out-of-vogue hunt. This yeah. is an out-of-vogue hunt. It's an example of one of That's those. why yeah. I'm taking a video guy because, and I've watched almost every video on it I can find on YouTube now, and it seems to me there's two ways they hunt them. There's a way that they're looking at these big herds and then they stand off because they're a herd animal. It's like a, it almost looks like a buffalo in the plains of South Dakota, you know, in the early days. And then they, they set up and then they shoot them and try to take the biggest bull out of them. Or I, I don't want to say they're unsporting, but sometimes I think they uh, um, just, uh, you know, get close by. The snow machine. And then eventually they can get close. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I don't want to. I'm not trying to crap on anybody's way they hunt them. I'm good with that. I, listen, I would rather hunt. I would rather hunt a big <laughs> bull that's and kill it 300 yards away. That was leery of me and that I didn't um, uh, pursue until I was exhausted so I could cut the distance. Does that make sense? Not like an odd ad. And I would like to get the most mature one I can find, and um, I'd rather do that to say than I shot it with my bow and have some ancillary um, uh, different way of uh, getting close. Do you see what I'm saying? Uh, Yes, of course. And and so I'm excited about the hunt because people tell me, ah, anybody can kill one. Yeah, anybody can kill one that's willing to go 95 miles out of the Rankin Inlet and get your ass up there and get warm and get out there. And go. I, I, I'm excited yeah. about it. Yeah, it'll be a no. blast. You I'm excited a, you for you. Do you take a boat across the water? It's all iced in. Oh, it's still iced. It's, oh, yeah. it's actually the highest it's been in nine, eight months, six months, and it's 30. It's a nice it's, boat, it's 17. brother. It's, it's called yeah. Snow Machine. It's yeah. all frozen up there. That's <laughs> um, but yeah, but I'm, 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 you know what? I'm, I'm uber excited. You about need, it. you need cleats on your oars. So, <laughs> so, but to stay with the theme of booking season, application season, hunting season, we as hunters should have the foresight. And you know what? At 53 now, I look at things differently, differently than I did at 33. Yeah. And I know, well, obviously, but not obviously. I was a hunting fool at 33 years old. I was chasing the migration of birds. And uh, um, I didn't have enough time. I loved big game hunting. The first uh, guided hunt I ever booked was to the Angava Territory outside of Shefferville in Quebec, north of Quebec, um, way up north on the other side of the Hudson Bay where I'm going now. Mm -hmm. And um, so I booked that, and I was a big game fanatic. The, the challenge was my professional career had me on the plane all the time. So me landing in and shooting birds for two days and then taking a flight out was more conducive to my lifestyle right. than this. It, but if I would have known and I would have looked at this differently, I'd have been like, dude, I'm getting points. I'm doing this. I'm doing right. that. Because what am I going to do in my 40s? What am I going to do in my 50s? Now I'm sitting here looking at this going, okay, what about my 60s and 70s? Because that's why I don't know what I'm doing with points. Because, okay, I'm 53. At 73, I, I still plan on being able to ride a horse. Right. For sure. Well, hopefully you can stay healthy enough. And there's ways and, and, to get and up knock the on wood, right. but my family's genetically healthy. Your family's genetically healthy. Yeah. Your dad's 74 years old, rocking around, riding 76, horses. 76. 76. You wouldn't know it. You wouldn't know it. No. He's still getting on in horses. He's hooking oh, up trailers, no. running around like he's 50, like he's 35. Yeah. 
He's taking his grandkids around like they were little kids. Yeah. Yep. What the hell? Yep. All he spends his life giving and, 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 and being active. Well, 76, you know what? If your dad set his mind to it, he could ride a horse up and kill a doll sheep still today. Oh, for sure. Not a question. No. Well, that tough well, old goat could do he, it, too. He used to, I used to take him a couple of years. You know, I'd take him out elk hunting, and he just he, – he enjoys the time. He enjoys the time in the woods. He doesn't enjoy the act of pulling – It's he, not his deal. He doesn't like pulling a trigger on deal, an animal. Yep. He could do it. Oh, for sure. He and he's could. 76. Yeah, jump up so on where, one of his horses so and go, man. Where are we going to be at 76? Where is the listener? Where are you? Uh, you know what I'm saying? Where are you, Troy Fridley? Where are you, Brian Wolf, going to be at 76? Where's Jim Bonanno going to be at 76? Where's, you know, Jonathan Ankner going to be 76? Well, that's where, that's where points are your friend. Exactly. You know, if you have enough points, just park them, put them in your, put them in your wallet. And someday when you're ready. So Adam Stillwell's, what, 35, 36? Where's he going to be at 76? Yeah. That's 40 years of drawing. 40 years of points still. So I think that people got to look at this and go, how long am I going to want to do this? And uh, where do I want to go with this? Listen, I'm not saying you're going to get up in the mountain and get the biggest wilderness experience in the world. But if you started putting in for points and, you, and you're, you're, a, you're a Brett Miller or let's go younger, let's go an Adam Stillwell or a Rusty Bingham and all of a sudden now you're 76 years old because life's going to go just like that we're here for a flicker right it's just going to go now you're 76 you got 40 points let's say you draw Wyoming no you're not probably going to take a horse back up in the gnarly country and hanging off the cliffs like you just did last year to kill yours but could you wait till the last part of the season when they're snowed down Darn sure and you could. could go down South Dakota or up North Dakota or West North Dakota and go in one of those drainages and kill a great ram? Yeah. What? Yeah, for sure. So yeah, that, that's – it's something for everyone that's listening today to start thinking about because the time's going to go. It's in vogue to hunt right now. I was talking to – who was I talking to yesterday um, about this marketplace? And uh, I'll think about it. I was having a conversation on my way to wrap it. And uh, um, they said, uh, I feel like, you know, golf used to be you played your local golf course. And then it gained all this momentum, and then you, you became a club member at two or three, and then pretty soon people started just doing golf trips over to Europe and da 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 Right, da, right, da, right. Da. And then, you know, other people, you know, they bought a boat, $30,000, $40,000 boat, and every few, three, four years they were making payments on boats, and then they, they had boats for 10 years of their life, okay? The hunting season, in my opinion right now, is very in vogue, and there's a lot of us that want to go do this, and we're willing to spend our disposable income on it and resources – and how is it different than buying a couple boats in your lifetime? Yeah, if I know. It's better. I, I, I got nothing to do with boats. Because boat rings bring out another thousand. <laughs> <laughs> right? H- hunting hunting's a lot different. And uh, I don't know. It's just I forget who I was talking to yesterday on the way over. Um, but, yeah, it's uh, – I just think, you know, you got to look at your seasons and figure out where you're at. Get your hunt plan. Get a hunt plan. You know, you didn't um, talk about gear season. Is there such a thing? Yeah, well, if you're Brad Dana, every, it's so funny. That's, I was going to say that uh, earlier. So yesterday I was in here. I went shopping in our pro shop. And uh, um, and I literally did. I threw my credit card. I went shopping. I got new this. I got new because I'm going on a trip. And XKG has um, some new stuff. And I, I'm like, screw it. I'm going to – and instead of calling Ryan and saying, hey, ship me some shit, I was like, I'm just – you know what? If I wasn't, I would. So I am going to. 
That makes sense. If I wasn't an owner of the company, I would come in here and spend it. So I'm just going to. So I went out there. So pull up my dashboard. I'm going to buy all this stuff. And uh, anyway. Did you pay um, shipping? I probably did. <laughs> I probably did. Um, what, across the room? <laughs> um, but anyway, um, I had thrown it all back on this box in the production room before I left. And I had left it here because I was coming right back. And then I ran out of time and I was up at the cabin. So I called Brad and I said, Brad, grab that stuff for me. And my shit's up there. Brad comes walking into my cabin because we had a Zoom last night. And he says, uh, he says, so I went, uh, I went uh, shopping at the local Rowan Bones retail store, and look what I got. And, look, and I was actually, like, giddy because he's pulling all these items out going. And I knew they were mine. But I'm like, dude, that's right in Spearfish, South Dakota. That's a pretty good – that's a cool thing because I got everything I needed for a cold, cold weather hunt right here. And uh, um, I was excited to have it all. And so, yeah, yesterday. It's um, gear season yesterday. It's, it's like gear Christmas. Season. Yes. <laughs> So I think anything. But is if I, I think though, in the summer months, people do tend to take inventory of what they have and then improve it, buy new, repair, all that. Yeah, I would say go to RollingBones.com and check under your membership page because we have weekly, um, we have weekly gear specials. Gear yeah. specials. Some of them are pretty darn good. I know. Like this one, I called Lindley. I go, who approved that price on those? And uh, I'm actually not even going to say it because I don't want anybody to go on there and buy them all because I'm like, <laughs> are you kidding me? Um, it's actually on our stony sticks. Oh, really? Um, but they won't be on by the time this airs, so I shouldn't have said I'm that. just going to look. What um, is it? Uh, they're, they're 40 bucks. No, Yeah. Um, so I'm sitting here going, well, where is it oh. at? So on your dashboard, you go down, it says yeah, product specials. They're cheaper than that, you all. Um They're 30 bucks. Yeah. No, that's not acceptable. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's not acceptable. <laughs> who approved that? Did you? Who approved that gear special? I'm Ooh. I'm not even about that in any way, shape, or form. Um, those are one of the. I would never go anywhere um, without them. Uh, I'm in no way. Hmm. Oh, look at the stuff I bought. Better have been on special yesterday too. If they put that on special today after I bought it, I'm gonna choke somebody out. <laughs> Wait a second. Three of the items I bought I yesterday did. are on special. Oh, nice. Actually, that raincoat, after I tried it on yesterday. Yeah, now you've been thinking about it. You've yeah, I have. You've been actually obsessing over it. Well, I haven't been obsessing, but I've pretty been close. thinking about it. Um, oh, yeah. Look at all that good stuff. Oh, is, you, is that a tripod kit? It's on sale, too. Wow. No that's, bullshit. Those it's on guys, sale for 101 bucks off. Those, those guys, they did not. Oh, my God. Huh. Yeah, not bad. No, it's not anymore. It is, um, too. Yep, the special is absolutely over. Don't just, take it <laughs> off now. I might need one. Uh, yeah, well, you ain't getting one for that price. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Look You're at just that. Jealous. So, anyway. Did you if, get if, rid of it? I <laughs> did. It's off of there now. Oh gosh. You damn right I did. What else pisses me off is these uh, um, these XKG uh, um, Paramount rain pants. Um, I think I'm not going to be happy with this. So, all right. Anyway. Uh, yes, I think there is a gear season. I think there are gear seasons whenever you want. Um, I got to tell you, I don't buy much gear. Um, I try different gear if I do buy it. Um, I'm trying to, I'm trying a different boot on this hunt, um, and so we'll see. But guess what? I'm taking my old boots with in case something happens. Bringing you thousands? Yeah. Um, just, just, just because I'm not gonna nice. ruin five days, you know, being uncomfortable. Right. Yeah. And uh, anyway, um, but I don't know. When's your gear season? You know, I, I, 
I have enough gear. I need more tags, not more stuff is for the most part what I say. Now, that being said, I've bought a lot of stuff lately, but you know what it is. It's uh, components, re- okay. reloading components. Uh, if, I, if, it, if it comes available, I buy some. Um, I bought yeah. I bought us some more brass for uh, tw- 22 Creedmoor. I bought some new powder for 6.5 PRC. I, you know, I mean – you you got to be a little bit on your game in 2023 and and uh but yep. no i i got i got plenty of stuff probably one of the curses is having more stuff than you need and not being organized with your stuff yep. get what you need get what you use so here's what i've bought this year i bought a pair of bridger lows love them oh um, dave said thanks uh, by the way oh uh, uh, good remind me about something uh, okay um bought a pair of bridger lows love them wear them all the time um i'm just telling you what i've bought this year that's kinetrek that's kind of for those that yep. don't know Yep, I bought a new pair of hard scrabbles, um, hikers. Those are kind of treks too because my other ones are smooth on the bottom. But I am going to send my old ones in to get them resold just to see how it works. Does that make sense? Um, well, I, I know it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm going to do it too because I have – I have. Uh, I'm minor from the island of misfit toys. toys oh, you, know? you have to send yours <laughs> so in. I'm going to um, send mine in and have them resold too. So I bought a pair of hard oh. scrabbles this year. Okay, love them. Um, actually, they're on my feet right now because I'm wearing them uh, tomorrow and the next movies. day. Yeah, they're, they're, I bought these in January for the show season. Um, so I bought them January 26th, uh, the hard scrabbles for the show season. Um, I've bought uh, a Nunavut um, muskoxon. Um, I bought the new XKG uh, rain system. Um, that the I, Paramount rain jacket? Yeah, Paramount rain jacket and Paramount rain, rain pants. pants. Yeah. Um, I give my puffy pants away to Austin Kramer. Um, and, uh, because I wanted to have him have them on the mountain this last year. So I just bought a replacement pair for myself and I got him that I bought the new Alpine CF 425 tripod kit, um, that Leupold showed at, you should go online. If you want to go see an unbelievable, go to rollingbones.com, go to our product. So, um, I bought that and that's in a mate. Do you liked it? Didn't you? That, that new, their new bipod. Or tripod. I, I, tripod. I, I thought it. I, yeah, I, I like. I it a think lot. there's one sitting up front in the pro shop, right? There, there's yeah, yeah. There's all three sizes or yeah. two sizes because the other one sold out already. But those are unbelievable. And then uh, that's all I bought all year. So there's I'm, my gear season so far. You know what I like about that tripod? It's so light and it sets up so fast. Yeah, it's it's a what it's uh, it's two pounds and it sets up really fast and uh, um, easy to level. And it's got a Arco Swiss rail, right? Arco uh, Swiss. Arco Swiss yeah. rail, and uh, um, I can throw my rifle right in there and use that. Well, yeah, that you're you're gonna really find some value in that pretty quick. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, because we're 100%. adding so we're adding uh, Arco Swiss rails to the bottom of our rifle systems. Yeah, so those uh, so those they're integrated right in there. Yeah, yeah, we went. So to I got the Commander stall. X Plus pack. Oh, did you? Mm-hmm. And uh, this year, oh wow, yeah, it was for a gift. Oh, and uh, and then I got a couple pair of the Ridge pants, which I wear all the time. That's all. That's yeah, I haven't bought a lot of gear and uh, reloading components, but that was some orthotics. It looks like I got, yeah, so yeah. Anyway. So here's the thing application seasons right now, booking season is a little flat right now. So if you're looking, some of the cream has settled up to the top that maybe was overlooked. 
good time to call us and recap would be right now, April and May, are good times to call in and go, hey, what didn't get sucked up? What's available out there? If you're an opportunist-type booker, um, that would be good. Um, and then the end of September is a good time. October and November are good times. We're talking – we're having a lot of conversations with outfitters that need help um, filling a spot or two and are going, ah. Now, a lot of outfitters are out hunting that time of year too. Um, and uh, um, so – but a lot of the northern, northern outfitters, the wilderness outfitters, they're, they're gone in July. You know, July, October – or yeah. August and September are their big months. When October and November starts hunting around here, right. they're done hunting they're up done. there. And so there, there's, there's, there's that season that you should be aware of as a – um, as an adventure seeker that you understand that's happening one inside the ecosystem of the company that you're a member to because you're why we're in business you're why we're here so we can help you and so that's what today's podcast for is just some details of that and then the other time the reason april and may is really really good right now is because we're also coming off show season and guess what we did we flew to a lot of different places to meet outfitters that we're starting to hunt with you want to know why you didn't ask me why why I just booked this um, this uh, hunt so late? That, yeah, that, yeah, the that was the question. Why yeah. did I just book this? Right. Because this is a brand new outfitter that was the brother-in-law of an outfitter that we already booked for that does an incredible job, and this was his best guide. Well, he went and applied yeah. for a new area that has a lot of ox in it and a lot of caribou, and because his brother-in-law said, you need to run your own business, and Rolling Bones needs more uh, adventures. So they call us. Brad and Lindley and I met him at SCI, and talk about a quality yeah, vetting. Stand-up dude. His the brother-in-law that we book for says, you need to book for my brother-in-law because he's my number one guy and he's got a new territory. It's unbelievable. I'll still let you book for me, yeah, but I, I prefer you to go through him. I prefer you to go through him because I'm, I'm full and I got a lot of this going on and, and thank you for your business, but here's where we're at. So I'm like, perfect. So, we're, so we have these opportunities because here's the deal. Right now, I forget, what's that combo hunt with, uh, with caribou and 18.9. Eighteen nine. Mm-hmm. Well, dude, you can't get an Alaska caribou for eighteen thousand right now. Caribou, uh, you know, and they kill some good caribou. Same, caribou is the same thing. Caribou are in a race to spending more money. I mean, right? So get them you, sooner so than later. Now you can literally you can get a muskox, a caribou, a wolf, and a wolverine all on a combo hunt, and you pay a thousand bucks for the wolverine and wolf. So you'd be at eighteen, nineteen. 20 grand all in and you know well I can't afford that can can't you what what if you put 3 to 5000 dollars down and the next 2 years you made payments we can this is an outfitter that if you book today and he knows he's going to have the spot he'll give you today's price 24 months out what, why would you do this yeah. 6056448000 let's have a conversation let's talk let, let, let let's work this out the 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 biggest the biggest thing that can happen is we say, no, they won't do that. Let's negotiate with them. We're here to work for you, man. And we're here to work for the outfitters. And you can find middle ground. No different than today. You heard him. He said, Brian, I usually want 50% on these big sheep hunts. I, I just did this. We just got off the phone with this guy. And, he, and he's not a rich guy. And he said, listen, um, dude, I really like the guy. I'll take a third down. He goes, I'll take a third down. Let's just work with him. He goes, Brian, do what you got to do here. Get him booked. And then make, have him make quarterly payments. I'm set with it. As long as I get my money, I, I want to take a guy like this hunting. I want to get his. I want to get his slam sheep. Well, that's most outfitters are that way. Does that make sense? Yeah. So let us work for you. Let, that's what we do. 
We provide world-class adventure, service access, value, education. Hey, that yeah. uh, that rain gear that you got that is on special RB. I just looked at my freaking receipt. Four five one zero. I just looked at my receipt, and it's not on special yesterday. Oh I'm going to kick gosh. somebody's ass here. <laughs> but that that For God's is, sakes, charge me full price. So that's got neoprene. What are those where you slide your thumb through them? It's got the neoprene. Yeah, sleeves. Sleeves inside. Right. Mm-hmm. It's really cut. It's got a thumb liner for yeah, your sleeve. It's yeah, it's really cut. Nice. That's a that's a really nice it's rain amazing. jacket. Amazing. I'm gonna. I wasn't gonna buy one because I got so much. Yeah, rain you here. are. And I'm, uh, yeah, so exactly. Well, it's equivalent to my Sitka um, Kodiak. Kodiak, it's just not as long. I wish they'd cut this in that that length. But you know what? That's a specialty piece of gear. Yeah, that is. But So anyway. Yeah. Well, listen, we appreciate you. Uh, I, hopefully this wasn't too all over the road for you. We, we really do want to take an hour uh, every week and, and bring you value and what's happening at the Bone Cave, what's happening in the ecosystem we live in, uh, what we can do. One of the things I will tell you that we are starting June 1st, and just a heads up for everybody, is that if you book a hunt or draw a tag with our applications or adventure services, we are going to give you a complimentary gear consultation as a part of of that hunt we are uh, building an internal uh, mechanism and we've hired people and they're reaching out to every one of our outfitters in every area they're getting a gear list put together and so we want to be your full service solution for having the right gear list we want to know what you have and we're going to get that filled out and have you uh, um have you be able to uh, um, uh, go down and have our gear consultation so we can help you. We want to be and we want to help you with uh, your adventure needs analysis with every part of the spectrum, whether it be gear application or the booking. So you can get a hold of us or go check us out at rollingbones.com, rollingbones.com. Go to our dashboard, click on that puppy, or go to our website, click on that puppy. Wherever it says adventure begins here, get started. It will lead you right to um, our uh, um, hunt catalog. It will lead you to our... um, our membership and it'll tell you what we do we have a silver gold and a platinum membership and we want to serve you and help you get started on your next adventure we offer service access value in every education and it's what we work at every week uh today was a big week in the uh, today was a big week in the office today it was a big week today we had a lot done today but uh um yeah give us a chance give us a shout let's see if we can make a fit and help you get started on your next adventure. Brad Dana. Brian Mayman. Thanks uh, for being my partner, brother. Yeah, thanks for scouting this hunt out for me. Yeah, it's it's, Tomorrow. Some, it's something I do. Somebody had to do it. Somebody I, had to do it. And you know what? You're, you're kind of inept in a lot of areas, and I have to. Uh, uh, isn't that funny? I, I then insult you after thanking you for being a great partner. Well, it's not very nice. Thank you. You're you're a great partner too, you and Lindley and uh, yeah. everybody. And we appreciate everybody listening to the podcast. We appreciate and, all our partners, and, uh, our members. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, give us a call if we can do anything for you. And uh, Brian will be out hunting. I'll be here working. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, that's so bullshit. Bleep. Well, yeah. Yeah. Um, anyway, Bleep, thank you for being on today. <laughs> my appreciate you. You know, yep. it's, it's always yep. fun to have you balance out my uh, um, in-grade <laughs> partner. Um. <laughs> well, everybody needs a little balance. Uh, hashtag 393. <laughs> Pass them in the morning. Shoot them in the afternoon. Hey, everybody. We appreciate you listening. We want you to be safe. We want you to stay healthy, and we want you to have happy hunting. Get a hold of us. 
at 605-644-8000 or hello at rbohome.com. Hello at rbohome.com and we will follow up, get back to you. Appreciate you. And until next week, happy hunting.